BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is the Pulse of St. Louis. Welcome to the Pulse of St. Louis. I'm Shirley Washington. You know, the Urban League of Metropolitan St. Louis is preparing for one of its premier events, the Urban Expo Back to School and Community Festival. It gets underway next weekend, August 10th and 11th at the America Center in downtown St. Louis. Joining me now, Michael McMillan, President and CEO of the Urban League of Metropolitan St. Louis. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. So tell me about this event. I know it's huge. Yes, so it's our biggest event of the year that we work with the St. Louis Public Schools to put on to make sure that we serve the entire community. But it's not just limited to the city of St. Louis. So we want people from around the region. Last two years, we've had 25,000 people come through the convention center and we're looking for that many and more next weekend. That's awesome. So what can people expect? Well, it's from 10 to five at the convention center. So there's free parking in the U.S. bank garage across the street and you come in, there's free food, there's free entertainment. You get book bags, school supplies, health screenings. We have a huge health fair sponsored by Bayer and the Missouri Foundation for Health along with BJC, SSM and others. And then you can get haircuts for the children. You can get information about jobs, social services, and other opportunities. And we have a huge push for African-American businesses there as well so that individuals can shop with companies in the community and turn their dollar around and make a difference as well from an economic standpoint. That's awesome. And you mentioned jobs. Now, isn't there a separate jobs fair on Friday the 9th? Yes. So on the 9th, from 1 to 4 at the convention center, you will be able to come down and meet with about 70 different employers who are looking to hire people right away to actually get qualified, competent, capable employees in their companies. In addition to that, we will also have Save Our Sons there that will be giving away shirts and ties to individuals that need to go on interviews and get that type of resource as well, in addition to the same free parking at the U.S. Bank garage across the street. So give me a sense of the corporations and companies and businesses that will be participating in the job fair so folks will know. Yeah, so you have McCarthy Brothers, you have St. Louis University, you have SSM, you have BJC, you have a number of other city and governmental entities that are looking to hire people. The Urban League will actually be there so that we can promote the jobs that we have within the company itself. We have various Head Start positions available, some Save Our Sons positions, some workforce development positions available, and we want to make sure that the community knows about the jobs that we have internally, but also all of the partners that we have that are trying to hire people and give people an opportunity to take care of themselves and their families. And tell people at home, for those who may not know, about the Save Our Sons initiative. So Save Our Sons was actually born out of the Ferguson crisis and it came about from the fact that we went out every evening after work into the community and walked the streets of West Florissant and Chambers and South Florissant and asked people what the Urban League could do, how we could make a difference, how we could be involved in terms of not just the short-term but the long-term solutions affecting the people in the community. And every single one of them said we need jobs, we need uh, ways to take care of ourselves and our families, especially young men. We went back to the office 
office, we looked at our data, and then we really discovered that 70 to 90 percent of our clients are female single heads of household. So when we talked to a lot of the men, they said they were embarrassed to come and ask for the help. So we said, well, we're going to create a program just for men, 18 and up, to reach out to them and bring them into the Urban League so that they can experience all of the services that we have in terms of the 45 different programs, but create this workforce program to specifically give them the skills that they need to find a job. And then when they graduate, to work with them to absolutely find them a job. And we have now placed over 750 young men into positions, which is amazing. And we have actually started this in a couple of other Urban Leagues across the country as well as a national model. And these are actually long-term careers. Yes, yes. So we're working with people to try to be a best fit conduit. So what their interests are, what their skill sets are, and then place them with companies that want individuals that have those skill sets, but then also encourage them to go back, get additional certification, additional training, additional degrees, and so that they can become more marketable to that same company to get promoted, to have long-term viability within the company, to grow their careers, and then have the abilities to pass that on to their family and their friends and their network. And that's how we get a lot of the young men in the Save Our Sons classes now. And so tell me, where exactly do you do the courses and the programs actually take place? So the original center at Ferguson is where we are doing the program in North County and then we expanded on Dr. King Day by opening a second location for North City in the old Roberts Plaza right there behind the Sears building on Albert. So we have two different locations providing Save Our Sons training and placement, one for North City and one for North County. Now is there also an initiative for women as well? Oh absolutely. So still 70 to 90 percent of our clients are women that are taking care of their families, trying to be a provider and trying to get all the resources they need to take care of everyone in their immediate families. And so that continues on to this day. But we also created a program called Save Our Sisters, which is for the holistic development of women that is not just for low to moderate income women, but for any woman of any economic demographic or any race to come in and talk about all of the issues and things that they need and we respond based on what they say. So when they say they want self-defense classes, we provide self-defense. When they say they want entrepreneurship, we then bring in experts who have created businesses and have the opportunity and the network to give them information so that they can do the same thing. And we work with our financial partners so that they can then give them information to increase their credit scores, get home loans, get business loans, and take care of all they need to do from a financial standpoint. The Urban League was front and center during the Ferguson crisis, trying to help the community push through that situation. And I know with where the Quick Trip was, there's now the Empowerment Center. Yes. Tell us about that. Well, obviously, when Ferguson transpired and the day after Michael Brown died and the Quick Trip was set on flames, we in the community literally for the first time in St. Louis had seen something like this that really reminded us of a documentary of what was going on in the 60s throughout the country with race riots in major cities, but St. Louis had never experienced that. And so it was such a tragic and, and significant moment for us that literally the very next day I was in communication with one of the members of the board of Quick Trip that actually is from St. Louis. And he and I talked about how we could work together long term 
to be a part of a solution because obviously something tragic had happened to that store and to that community and put a bad light on St. Louis, but something triumphant could come out of it. And that's where the Ferguson Community Empowerment Center was born in terms of us trying to take this site that really had been ground zero for the protest movement and people around the region and the state and the country and to some degree the world to gather to talk about all of their issues and really take this vacant, abandoned, derelict eyesore and turn it into something positive. We're proud of the fact that when we went to construct it with Kwame Construction and all of our other partners that we had over 80% African-American companies to build that structure on time and under budget and then partner for the first time ever with the Salvation Army in terms of co-owning a facility so that they can provide services and then the University of Missouri Extension program is there providing information about how one can start a business and entrepreneurship efforts and the Lutheran Hope Center is there as well because quite frankly we believe that collaboration and cooperation as opposed to competition are the ways that we can really impact the community more effectively because if just one of us could do it all of these problems would have been solved by now and they surely have not. And, and that's exactly what I was going to go to next. So what are some of the challenges do you think still remain in Ferguson? So I think that when you look at five years later and you look at what has happened overall, there has obviously been some significant progress in some ways. One of the things that is a problem, quite frankly, is that people don't know all of the progress and all of the things that have happened. So there is a sense that nothing has taken place. No progress has transpired and everything is just as bad or worse than it was five years ago. That is not the case. There are some things that have definitely taken place, but in terms of the masses of the community, their lives have not been impacted in many ways because you still have a huge amount of poverty and you have a lot of disparities and other things that are causing that sense of hopelessness. And then of course you have not seen enough rebirth in the form of physical buildings that come in in the 18 different lots that had one time very, very functional businesses with jobs and economic opportunity, which is why the Urban League is proud to announce that we are working on yet another building in Ferguson and Delwood on West Florissant where the Advanced Auto Parts uh, and Juanita's Dress Shop was. We have purchased those with a grant from Emerson Corporation and Ed Monzer, who is a member of our board of directors, who is chairing the campaign with us to raise the money to do that particular project. They came out of community conversations and dialogue about what people want to see in the neighborhood. So we're going to do a second facility in Ferguson to be a part of the ongoing rebirth of the Delwood Ferguson West Florissant corridor. In that facility, we'll have a full service, sit down, African American owned restaurant, a community community space for people to have different meetings and town halls and breakfasts, lunches and dinners and things of that nature because that is very much needed. And then a strip center of African American businesses, a business incubator and a full service bank right there so that the community will have more jobs, more opportunity, more stability and see regrowth and people coming back and investing in the community. That's awesome. Now, when is the groundbreaking for that? Well, we're still raising yeah. the money. Okay. Yeah, so we're still putting the financing awesome. together to make sure that we are a part of the solution and that we can move this community forward. So we're still trying to raise a few more million dollars. And when we do that, we want to deliver a first-class facility, just like we did with the Ferguson Center, that will also have an enormous commitment to African-American companies so that people can see the difference when given the chance that we actually can deliver and build a quality product that is on time, under budget, and of great service to the community. 
Awesome. I want to go back now to the Urban Expo yes. because you have some celebrities that are coming in. Yolanda oh, yes. Adams, Randa yes. Clark Cole. I mean, yes. these are huge names in the gospel world. Oh, yeah. So we're looking forward to the gospel explosion on Sunday. And then at the end of that, we are giving away a car courtesy of Shicker Ford. So anyone who is there can get a ticket and then they can win a car and you have to be present to win. And then on Wow. So is this a raffle? It is a raffle. Yes. Yeah, sponsored by Shicker Ford on Sunday. And then on Saturday, after you have Dirty Mugs and then El DeBarge perform, we're giving away a trip to Las Vegas. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. And all of this is free. It's free. In addition to the fact that we're giving away 50,000 pairs of shoes like we did last year so that all of the students in the public schools can have shoes individuals and their families and the rest will have suits, shirts and ties and other things there so individuals can go apply for jobs and have a professional career and try to give you all the resources that we can because our goal is to work with the public schools and stabilize families so that they can focus on education because that's the great equalizer. Absolutely. Michael McMillan, thank, thank you so you. much for being here. I thank appreciate you. it. Now, straight ahead on the Pulse of St. Louis, legendary record producer Herb Middleton has worked with several big name recording artists, including Kitty Lattimore. Coming up, find out why the pair is working on a new project that's not only about music, but laughter and peace, too. Stay with us back in a moment. To hear more, listen to the podcast. Just search for The Pulse of St. Louis. You don't deserve the wait any longer. I'm ready to make you mine forever. Welcome back to The Pulse of St. Louis. R&B singer Kenny Lattimore is just one of the big name recording artists coming to the Gateway City for a special performance in the hit production of Herb Middleton and Friends Comedy Blast Peace Tour. The event is being held at Casa Loma Ballroom Sunday evening, August 11th, from 6 o'clock in the evening until 9 o'clock. Mark your calendars. You don't want to miss this show. It is amazing. Joining me now, Dr. Marty K. Casey, producer and legendary record producer Herb Middleton. Thank you both so much for being here. I appreciate it. Let's talk about this project, Herb. How did it come about? Well, it came about, actually, I met Dr. Marty Casey uh, last year sometime and um, came to the Louvre for the first time, had a great experience, and uh, I found out that this week is, is the anniversary of the late Mike, Mike Brown, Michael Brown. The 50th and anniversary so, of Ferguson next right, week. Right, right. So uh, uh, me and my partner, we had an idea to bring comedy to, to St. Louis and also mix it with music to honor... Um, to bring peace and love and joy into the lives of those who have lost their children to, to violence. Marty, you know, you've been in the midst of Ferguson. You've been in St. Louis a long time. Mm -hmm. You know what this means. What does having a project like this mean in St. Louis, especially the anniversary of Ferguson? This means a lot, uh, and, and that's really hard to put in, in into words, honestly, Shirley. I'm b being born and raised in St. Louis, and I've lived in all, all around St. Louis from um, Castle Point to Webster Groves, okay, in very different uh, demographics, if you will. And so when, the, when Ferguson happened, when the unrest took place, I felt like it was my duty as uh, being a part of the community to stop and see what I could personally do to assist because I wanted to do whatever I could to save our city, to protect our babies, to um, live, you know, in a peaceful state. And I, and I knew that we were facing something that we had never faced before. And unless you were there, 
honestly and, and, and was on the ground from the beginning and, and watching things unfold and, and seeing many different people come in. Not everyone came in with the, with the right spirit of what our city stands for and what we really needed at the time. We were blindsided by that. So to have something like this to come about and to know that it's in the right spirit of giving back to our community and not just what is needed for St. Louis, but this is something that can be bottled up and, and can go around the country and give that same spirit to others. I think that's the right idea for world change. All right, so Herb, tell me about the big Comedy Blast because this sounds pretty exciting. The Comedy Blast is um, going to be hosted by Gerald Kelly. He's a friend of mine that we, we kind of went to the same church years ago. I'm not going to say how long ago it was. <laughs> okay, kind of. okay. <laughs> but it was a while ago. We kind of went to right. the same church. <laughs> I'm kind of. right. <laughs> um, he's amazingly funny, and he has three sons that all do comedy. He has wow. his oldest son is 27. The, the middle son is 13 years old, and the youngest is five years old, who will be celebrating <laughs> his birthday that weekend. He'll be six, yeah. but they are all on the ticket. And, nice. and, and also um, Marvin Dixon and Vincent. Vincent Bryant, Vincent our Bryant St. Louis song. From St. Louis. So nice. there's a comedy blast. It's just to give laughter. You know, laughter does something for the soul, and music also does something for the soul. So we just want to spread a lot of love in the building to all of those that would come. So I hope that St. Louis will come out and support. You know St. Louis will be in the house now. Yes. Come on, show me St. Louis. <laughs> yes, we are the show right. me state. <laughs> right. So we know Kenny Lattimore yes. is, is a part of the production. Mm -hmm. Who are some of the other big name talent um, that we haven't mentioned as a part of this production? We have Ann Nesby. We have Allison Williams. We have um, Seven Lee. Seven Lee is actually married to Murphy Lee, which is yes, part of St. Lunatics and yes. Nellie. So we're happy to mix in our St. Louis own as well. We also have, we just picked up Tori Hart. Nice. Tori Hart is Kevin Hart's ex-wife, mm -hmm. and she does comedy. And so she, she was like, Marty, I want to come and give back in whatever way that I can. So she's coming to be a part of this as well. And, and as we go to other cities, we are, we're wanting to connect with it as many more as we can. So if we're coming to your city, you're available, and you want to get on this ticket, we need to hear from you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So tell me what can people who attend this event expect? I mean, is it a musical? Is it just comedy? Is it comedy and music? Herb smiling. Go for yeah. it. Tell me, what is it about? What can they expect? It's a comedy concert. It's a comedy concert. You know, just uh, usually you have, you, usually you have a one DJ or one or the other. Right, um, Dr. Marty, you have one or the other. So this is a combination of both. We have great talent. Um, all these artists are iconic, and I'm actually actually working on a project called Iconic. So these happen to be my friends for real in real life. And Nesby's a longtime friend of my friend of mine, and Allison Williams, a, long, a friend of mine, not long time. We just met a couple of years ago personally. And Kenny Lattimore, I've known, I worked on his first project. So it's a combination of good energy, good music, good comedy. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and speaking of music, you've been in the music industry for a long time. Do I, I don't want to date you. I'll let you say how long you've been. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not ashamed of it. I've been in the music. Uh, actually, I've been in the music for all close to 30 years now. And, wow. Um, it's been, a, it's been a great run. I've been, been blessed. Thank yes. God. And you've had an opportunity to work with some iconic voices. Yes. I mean, Al Green, Teddy Pendergrass. I mean... It doesn't. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige was just here. Last just night. here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk about that and what it's like to be in that arena. 
It's um, when you, well, first of all, when you grow up listening to someone like Al Green and then you're in the same room with him, it's like that was the, one of the greatest experiences of my career. Um, being with Mary J. Blige is, is the unexplainable. She has so much soul, um, just a realist, just sings with so much passion. I'm sure you experienced that last night. Um, I work, you know, working with Usher and uh, who are some of the other names? I'm <laughs> 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 Bobby Brown. I mean, Bobby all Brown, these people that you've worked with. SWV, Kelly oh Price. Oh my gosh! Like, it's, it's been it's been it's been yeah. a great experience. You know what I love about it, working with those? The experience is I love music and I'm passionate about music. That's why I'm doing this project called Iconic because we want to bring back music that has substance and has soul to it, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. right now, you know, um, I'm not downing the music that's playing right now, I would never do that, but we need more substance, more songs that really explain, express love. Because I think right now we're, we're becoming more substance, we're substance-less. There's no such word, but that's <laughs> what I feel like. It's like we need to have something that has some bottom to it. You know, it has some emotion to it because I think a lot of what's going on in our communities now is emotionless. It's like, it's, it's no emotion. So we're, that's where we, we want to restore emotion mm -hmm. back into it. Mm -hmm. Dr. And Casey, I, you can speak to that. I was going to say, I have to add, he has also written a song for me in my One Woman Show. You had an opportunity to come and see my One Woman it's Show awesome. when it debuted. So awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So awesome. And so Herb came back, and so the, the first time I had an all-women's uh, uh, band, the second time I had just Mr. Middleton on piano, and when I tell you it was like an element that I didn't even know I could Existing, experience. Right? Yeah. Yes. And wow. so he's written a song specifically for my One Woman Show, which is... Oh my, wow. Tell us about that for those who didn't have the opportunity to see the show. Well, this show is about my life and I play uh, six characters, my great-grandmother, my grandmother, my mother, my brother, my daughter, and myself. And uh, I really just talk about what, we, what we're experiencing right now, the village. We need to gain that village back. There was a time growing up where your neighbors were more than just someone who lived next door. They were a part of your extended family. And uh, when the street lights came on, you knew no one had to say it. It was not a part of government standards, but you knew when those street lights came on, you need to be getting back home, at least on the porch. And so those are the things that help to protect our babies. And, and I just kind of feel like we're losing that or we've lost that. Mm -hmm. And we need to, to revisit that somewhat. Marty, tell me about the group of young singers mm -hmm. that you took across the country after Ferguson. I mean, this story just touches my heart. Oh. Every time I hear it, I just get chills. Wow. Well, those babies, again, because of Ferguson, I wanted to pull children from all different zip codes. And so they made up a, a group of 20 from 17 different zip codes. And I had an opportunity to take them to Washington, D.C., New, New York, and New Jersey. And we did pop-up uh, pop concerts. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere, awesome. wherever we went, wherever we decided to sing. And they just changed lives just through music through their, through their voices, through their talent, and working together. Um, and, and of course, they were uh, all different types of children from very different demographics and races or what have you. And they didn't know that they could, they could come together with that gift and make all the difference. Yes. And, and I will, this one story that I know you really liked is that when we pulled up in Washington, D.C., there was a um, police officer that had pulled a, um, had pulled a gentleman aside or what have you, and we wasn't sure what was going on. And because of Ferguson, the children automatically, I kind of feel like they was experiencing a little bit of PTSD. And I said, no, 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 no. 
you already know the power of music and what we can do. So when we get off this bus, we're going to sing. And we end up singing, I think it was Pharrell's song, Happy. Mm -hmm. And we started clapping and singing along and the police officer stopped what he was doing and he started wow. dancing yes. with us or what wow. have you. How are music? And, yes, and later on that day when I came down to the front desk, the lady said, are you the lady that's over the group of children? I said, yes, she says, I have a note for you. And the note was from the police officer and the note read, thank you for keeping us accountable. And that right there was life changing for me. And the children. And the children. Yes. And the police officer. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> Got to take a break. Straight ahead, we'll tell you how you can get tickets to the hottest production in town. Stay with us. Back in a moment. Welcome back to the Pulse of St. Louis. It is the hottest ticket in town, so don't hesitate to get yours to see the hit production of Herb Middleton and Friends Comedy Blast Peace Tour Sunday, August 11th, from 6 in the evening until 9 at Casa Loma Ballroom, 3354 Iowa Avenue in St. Louis. Be there. It's going to be a special treat you don't want to miss. So, Marty, real quickly, tell the folks at home, how can they get tickets to this event? Absolutely. They can go to eventbrite.com to purchase tickets, and tickets can also be purchased that day at the door. But we also would like to say that any mother in this city that has experienced losing a child, they can get in for free. Awesome. Thank you both so much for being here. And thank you for joining us for the Pulse of St. Louis. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, download the Pulse of St. Louis podcast in the iTunes or Google Play Store. And remember, for News 24-7, download the free Fox 2 News and 11 apps. I'll see you next time. Yeah.